Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Now There's an Idea, There's an Idea podcast. The podcast is about ideas. Yep. Good ideas, bad ideas, everything in between. This episode mm-hmm. is about bad ideas. And, the rejects. And did, did, you, did you get the link there that I just made? Yes. The, the segue, if you will. Because I, I sung it in the, in the tune of an All-American Rejects song, and it's a Rejects episode. Yeah. Bit of a stretch, but it's there. <laughs> We're always trying to make links. Always, desperately, looking for answers. <laughs> with a community AI-based app. Love or, it. That's our favourite. Or a Lazy Susan. Or a Lazy Susan. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a, a, an app on a Lazy Susan. Maybe the Lazy Susan has a screen. Maybe it can be controlled by an app. Yeah. So and these are all ideas perfect for this episode, as it is the reject episode. It is the reject episode. We've done one before. It was a big hit. I say a big hit. People people agreed that they were all rubbish ideas, but they also <laughs> thought they were funny. So I think that also happens when we think we have good ideas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry if you can hear some banging in the background. Do you remember our uh, very noisy upstairs neighbours? Apparently they've got a pet elephant now as well. <laughs> They're going for noisiest neighbour of the year. I really think they are. Well, they've really got to cram it in now. They've only got a month left. Yeah, so exactly. They've got to make all their noise in December just to win yeah, that and coveted everyone, prize. Since everyone's been at home in lockdown, there's probably been a lot of noisy neighbours. So they've That's got a lot true. of competition. Do you know what? Email us, ntiopodcast at gmail.com. Email us if you have a super noisy neighbour, because I would love to know the weird... Because the noises that our neighbours make, like things rattle... Mm. how are things rattling and there's a thing they there's do a- at night oh actually we've talked about it before yeah, the yeah. vibration i want to know about other noisy neighbors and the weird noises that come out of their houses or flats or whatever i'm worried about the creaking like it's some pretty heavy creaking i feel like they're going to come through the ceiling yeah truly well fingers crossed they don't <sighs> and also actually if you've got any advice for us on how to handle it what's oh. the best way to tell them to shut up yeah, because shouting shut up didn't work a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm ta- it's taking all of my willpower not to just bang on the ceiling. I remember when um, I must have been about 10 yeah. and me and my brothers shared a room and we were being real noisy. <laughs> the neighbour next door had uh, maybe a newborn or like a toddler or something. Oh, And we were kids, so we, we didn't really think about it. Yeah, And they banged on the wall because we were laughing so much. Oh, no. And I cheekily banged on the wall back. Matthew. Yeah. And then uh, I was just like, oh, they're trying to talk to us. Didn't think. (laughs) You thought you were communicating. Yeah, I was like 10. And then they came round, they knocked on the door and had a go at my mum. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they were just like, we banged on the wall to shut your kids up. And they kept going. Then my mum was like, that's not the way to handle it. Because I can almost guarantee that that baby would have been crying through the night and keeping everyone else up. So I get that it's polite to be be what's the word i'm looking for thoughtful about your neighbors you know mm. what i'm thinking yeah but this is this has made me think actually there should be a way that you can anonymously send <laughs> your neighbor a message that just says shut up well i they could be any of your neighbors it was you though yeah maybe if you if you're in like a <laughs> semi-detached house and you send a letter through to your neighbor's letterbox that says you're making too much noise and I banged on the wall to shut you up and you still didn't, signed anonymous. You'd be like, oh, that's Barry. Because he's the only one that shares a wall with you. So it's Barry. Well, yeah, but it also maybe you're being so loud it's the person across the road. You know what? This is a really great way to start off this episode of crap ideas. <laughs> <laughs> 
some sort of app to make your neighbours shut up. Get working on it. Yep. But getting on with our actual reject ideas, the reject list, it's all the ideas we think of when we're tired, mm-hmm. when we're in the car, maybe when we're drunk, who knows, but the <laughs> ideas go on the list and then we, we find them one day and we think, those are terrible. Yeah, that's, that's the reject episode. <laughs> so should we start with idea number one? Am I allowed to give context for this one? Sure. Am I allowed to say the story? Yeah. Last weekend or the weekend before, can't remember what it was. Also, it doesn't matter because this episode doesn't go out on the day that we record it. So whatever. I was in the kitchen baking. Matt was in the bathroom shaving his beard. We were both quite tired. We'd had a late night. And then all of a sudden he comes running into the room going, Sammy, Sammy, I've made a mistake. Turns out he'd got out and what was it like an eight clipper head and a three clipper head or something and accidentally swapped them round and went straight for the fluffy patch under his chin and just took all of the beard off. Yeah, for some reason I started in in the one area where it would look stupid. Yeah. (laughs) So so I had to go all the way back. All my hard work this year of growing a a COVID beard or whatever they're called. it was so good. It was so good. And now it's um, in that poopy, itchy stage. Yeah, and it's, it's... prickly for me so idea number one is a beard bib for kissing so basically it's like a covid mask well most covid masks don't go over beards so maybe it's Mm. a slightly longer covid mask to cover your whole chin and it's got a cutout it's got a cutout patch for your lips and then you can kiss (laughs) someone maybe it's made of like a really soft yeah silk or like teddy fleece or something and Mm. then you can kiss without getting getting stubble all over your face. So here, so remember, this is a reject episode. So here are all the ideas why that why that sucks. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> don't mince your words. <laughs> One, I think if you're going to go through the effort of growing a beard, you don't want to you don't want to be putting teddy bear fleece on it. You wouldn't do it for love. Um, and two, <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you just get an even hotter face, a sweatier face. Yeah, but it's not about. It's not about your discomfort. Oh, it's about I see. my discomfort. Okay. Just, you stab me with a thousand tiny knives every time we kiss. This is the first time I've heard of it. Oh. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say anything before now. I thought I'd air it publicly yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> what number was I on? Thirdly. Thirdly? I imagine, yeah, if you're going to get silk, this is going to be an expense. Do you buy several? We don't, you're gonna to have to wash them, right? We don't I heard live the beard in the is 1800s, like... so I don't think silk is that expensive <laughs> anymore. Yeah, but uh, isn't a beard actually one of the dirtiest? I swear, I read an article or watched a YouTube video, drink, where <laughs> they said that a beard is the dirtiest part of a man's body. I don't believe that. Yeah. Well, having probably... smelt the things that come out of your <laughs> other end, I do not believe that your beard is the dirtiest part. I, I think they probably took um, the obvious places out out of it. You know, it, okay. I'm talking. You know, where they talk about fingernails. And, yeah, and your tongue. Um, yeah, and it's so they were like, oh, we found more bacteria in in a man's beard. It could be ball beep. Beep. Well, That's even it. more reason to wear a mask then. Yeah, but so it, that it, I don't now... get your germs all over my chin, my beautiful, <laughs> clean, smooth chin. It's, that's, that's a good point. Thank you. Good yeah. point well made, I'd say. Yeah, but no one's going to wear a, a beard bib. Uh, Usually okay. men grow beards to look manlier, not to look like babies. Yeah, but men don't need to look manly when they're at home being vulnerable with their other half, you okay. know? I get you. 
Yeah. Don't they do uh, beard moisturizing conditioning bibs? You know where they really? like. Really. I swear they <gasps> uh, they put conditioner in the beard and then what? they've got a thing they strap around their face that also has some some softening Does it agent soften in it? it. I think so. And then they sit wow. there for a while and then they wash it out. I wonder if I could use that on my legs. I'm sure there's a specific. I really leg really thing. hate shaving my legs and and if they didn't grow back prickly, I'd probably just let them go through the well, winter. The reason they're prickly is because they're short, not because they're they yeah. need to be conditioned. Maybe we'll test out the theory. Maybe I'll condition one leg and not the other, and then we'll see how soft one leg is compared yeah. to the other. <laughs> just to remind everyone, this is a reject episode, so every idea is a bad idea. <laughs> Although really we say, is there a bad idea? Yes. Or is there just an idea that um, needs work? <clears throat> Ice packs for shoes. You keep bringing that one up, but actually it's so bad. the more I hear about it, the more I want to try it. Is it just because I talk about it all the time? So Maybe. it's like constantly on your mind now. We need a term for that. Like an idea where if you keep saying it, it sounds better and better. Probably is a word for that. Let us know if there is. Yeah. Should we move on to idea number two? Yeah. This is one of yours and potentially the stupidest of the list. Well, I can't remember. <laughs> Were we dong, dong, dong in or is oh, it like the opposite of a ding? Dong, 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 dong. Yeah. So... <laughs> reject. 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 DJ. So idea number two. I wrote this down some time ago. I can't remember why, which Be- is why I can't defend I can it now. Tell you why. Okay, so you remember. Yes. All right. So I wrote down <laughs> bowls with handles. <laughs> it's because we were eating soup, and you wanted to be able to carry it to the sofa without having to use a tea towel or something because the bowl oh, was, it was hot. hot. Yeah. Mm. Oh no. I'm. I'm thinking then that this probably. No. No. This could work. Bowls with handles. It's mm. just cups. Like a mini bucket. A bucket That's of soup. just cups. That's what Big cups cup. are. How would you store it in a cupboard? Maybe they fold. Fold A bowl with a foldable <laughs> handle. I don't know. I, I get what Someone you're going for. <laughs> but maybe, seeing as we're sponsored by silicon, we can have some sort of like silicon... Silicon bowl. So like... Bowl. No, no, no. So something falls apart in your mouth. To hands. sit the bowl in... That oh, you can right. carry it and yeah, it won't yeah. be too like hot a sleeve, for you. A soup sleeve. Yeah, yeah. A silicon but, soup sleeve. Like they do at coffee shops. Do you mean on coffee? Yeah, on yeah. Coffee, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. A silicon soup sleeve. A sleek silicon soup sleeve. There's an idea. <laughs> so someone go away, start a Kickstarter. Silicon <laughs> soup sleeves. Silicon soup sleeves. You know how they do those baked beans now that you can uh, cook in the can? What? Yeah. What? Wait, no, am I thinking a pot noodle? I don't think you can put a can in a microwave. No, I think you can just heat it on the hob or something. I don't know. I that didn't doesn't do, I didn't do any research, sensible. but I feel like the last time we were at the shop, <laughs> I saw like a stand of baked beans that were like, cook it straight from the pot. Huh. Yeah. So what about wow. a silicon bean sleeve? So you just put the pot silicon in it and you can eat straight sleeve. from the pot. Uh, sorry, a silicon bean sleeve. Yep. It's the reject idea. Should we- should we make that the band name? <laughs> Silicon Bean Sleeve. Yeah, I don't know. I just like it. <laughs> so uh, what, what do we reckon? Bowl with handle? I No. no. Sorry. Yeah, obviously. It's the reject episode. It's just Ding like don't. picture it in your cupboard. Picture a stack of bowls with handles that you can't sit inside each other. I feel like this is the sort of idea that someone has when they're drunk and then they invest everything they have into it. Oh, yeah. And, and then, then it doesn't work. like five years down the line, they've got a garage full of bowls with handles. <laughs> it's like a Del Boy idea, isn't it? Yeah. Should we move on to the next terrible one then? 
Should we? Uh, so this this is a listener's one, right? Wait, wait, dong, ding, don't, dong, dong, boy, and rod, dong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, I think this was my dad's idea. I can't remember the context. I don't think I still have the message. Sorry, dad. Uh, but basically, it's pet food in inverted commas. Pet in inverted commas. I mean, if you've got a dog and a cat, you buy them separate cans of food or separate packs of biscuits but ultimately the stuff inside them isn't it the same i know cats eat a bit more fish maybe and dogs eat a bit Mm. more meat but would a cat really notice if it was eating you know rabbit or chicken cats would eat chicken in the wild and dogs would also eat chicken any of it actually meat anyway or is it just like ground up chicken bones and the biscuits they're just like nutrients and stuff aren't they and I know yeah. that dogs and cats may need different nutrients, but that re- really, how how much how much <laughs> different would it be? How much how much different? So <laughs> here's why I don't think this idea would work. People love their pets. That's true. And they want to be they want to feel like they're giving them like a gourmet dinner, like all yeah. minted lamb and goose fat potatoes in a can. Goose fat potatoes. You could lie to them and on the can say you you. Sorry, but you can't lie to your pets. <laughs> they don't understand what the concept of lying is. No. Well, people uh, think too much of their pets to just feed them generic meat. Well, yeah, but even it's though expensive. they already do feed it's generic meat, it's expensive to buy a cat, a whole thing of cat food and a whole thing of dog food. Why mm. not just have pet food? Inverted commas. I'm I'm doing the air quotes. Yeah. And then it's I'm picturing like a white cardboard box with just the words pet food oh, in black so like in, in comic um, sans in asda where they got lager yeah yeah and it's just like it's not it's even like own brand it's just like yeah. the name of the thing and it's just pet food and then it will save you so much money you can just feed them both at the same time rather than having to open two different packets although i realize now how many people do we know that have a dog and a cat mm, you're either a dog person or a cat person right <laughs> or you have both and they torture each other which is what we had yeah when we first got our dog I still think. Would you it's... feed your cat dog food? <laughs> Is that Would abuse? you feed your dog cat food? Yeah. Maybe we should call this Do episode think... "Don't Lie to Your Pet." I mean, they must have done research in what yeah, what cats would eat, what dogs would rather eat, so that their brand is the best. No animal is going to deliberately starve itself because it doesn't quite like the taste yeah. of that tuna well, over the other tuna. Just out of spite. Yeah, but then if it's if it's not a house cat and it's free to roam around, it will just Someone do else what. Will feed it. Yeah, we had a cat called Mozzie, and he had two families. Like he was our cat. We bought him, and he came to <laughs> he our paid house. All the vet bills. Yeah, but he he would go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He would go down a few houses and get fed by a completely different family. And Clever those cats, aren't they? Yeah, those rascals. Whose side would you be on uh, if if dogs and you know is it cats and dogs or dogs and cats the the, the movie? Uh, oh yeah, that's an old reference. Cool. Yeah, cats and dogs, is it? Um, I can't remember what that was called. See, I used okay, to love that movie. Here's the problem. Dogs. If you're on the side of the dogs because dogs are, are cute, a man's best friend, you're going to lose because cats are evil and manipulative. <laughs> and if you're on the side of cats, you'd feel really bad being against dogs, right? Mm. I'm I'm equal. I'm a cat and a dog person. I have no preference. Yeah. As you can tell from my Mine- world. Minecraft house. Well, you're a cat lady, aren't you? Well, only because my dogs kept dying. I think they're wolves anyway. I don't think they're dogs. Yeah. But yeah, every time I got a wolf, it would follow me into battle and then immediately die. So I've got gravestones for them. <laughs> Loyal to a fault. Yeah. But all the cats, they just chill at the house. <laughs> okay. 
What were you going to say about statistics? I was going to say 1%, only 1% of people in the world are dog and cat people. Did you just make that up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting more believable, I will say. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm both. I'm a it's dog like, and a cat person. You know when you do the personality test? Myers-Briggs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end, because there's 16 types, at the end it says like, oh, only 2% of people get this personality type and you yeah, feel special whatever. and then you realise that 2% of... Eight billion. It's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. We did a really cool one at work. I think I got uh, you and and all the D and D crew to do it, but it was like it it was the Myers Briggs test, but it came out with an animal at the end and yeah. other celebrities that are like you. Mm. And my whole office did it. I think our HR director at the time sent it around just for a bit of fun, and everyone in my office did it, and it was so accurate. Like the things it would say, yeah, just it was perfect. And I was the only person in the office that got dolphin. The, the thing with those... Hey, wait. I don't feel like I, I got the appreciation there that I was waiting for. Oh, okay. So you got dolphin? Yeah. Wow. I was the only one. Wow. I really That's am so special. Good. Sorry, thank you. Now you made Dolphins are the best. I was going to say, <laughs> everyone is amazed by those, but it is quite easy to trick that. Because it, really, essentially, it's like asking, hey what's your personality like? And then you go, oh, I'm strong-willed and do that. Because all the answers you do to the question just build the paragraph at the end. So they've just told you what you've just told them back. It's, yeah, that's true. But if you answer honestly, I think it... Because it just sums you up, doesn't it? That's the point of it. But it just, with the information you already know. Yeah, that's why you do it though, right? So that they can... You're not going to find out something brand new about your personality you've never noticed before. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Oh, no, I just, <laughs> you do I just... a Myers-Briggs test and you're like, oh my God, I'm allergic to onions. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Whatever. 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 So that was pet food. Are we yeah. ding-dong in that? Somehow we got to personality tests. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're ding-dong in it. Uh, I, th- I think, you know, I think it might work in some countries, but not this one. Okay. We appreciate our pets too much, don't we? I see it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I want a pet so bad. Quickly moving on. <laughs> Yeah. I did number four. I'll do this one because you don't actually understand what it is, do you? <laughs> Sometimes when we hold hands, I mean, it happens to a lot of people, but we get particularly sweaty palms every now and again, don't we? Yes. Just to share that with the world. Well, it was more of a summer thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really happen anymore. To be fair, I think it's my fault because I have terrible circulation in my hands. So when I finally get some blood in my fingers, they overheat and I can't cool down again. <laughs> so what about... A little half glove type scenario that is strapped around your wrist Mm -hmm. and then you've got a little hook over your middle finger or your pointing finger, index finger. Right. And then over the palm of your wrist, there's a strip of material. Yeah. Absorbent material that goes in the palm of your hand. So like sweatband. Maybe, yeah. And then you can just hold hands all day long and never get sweaty hands. What What about if it's sort of smarter material that's like thermo, whatever, to prevent or yeah, I increase mean, you circulation? Chose sweatband. Of... I was really thinking something fancy, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In that case, trick question that was, that that I just asked there. Oh, uh, too expensive. Who who would uh, who would pay for oh, that? Oh man, how how many minutes of the day are you really holding hands? Well. Indoors. 24 hours a day if I had my way. I think more often than not, it would make you sweatier. Oh, well, that's why it's on the reject pile. Exactly. I think that's why we're here. It could be done, though. Easy. Maybe I'll make one. 
Okay. Out of an old Make some of these something. rejects and we can see how much of a reject idea it is. I mean, this one's probably pretty bad, I'll be honest, but... Would anyone out there wear a holding hand glove? It's, it would literally just be to hold hands. <laughs> so would you, someone tries to hold hands and be like, wait, hold up. Hang on, maybe you could you also use it like when you're driving in the summer and your hands get sweaty on the steering wheel. Because mm. you can still grip with your fingers then. It wouldn't prevent you from gripping the steering wheel and driving safely, but it would stop your palms from getting sweaty on the yeah. wheel. In the grand scheme of things, though, how big a problem is it? Well, some people sweaty suffer. Palms. Some people have very, very sweaty palms. Well, then this maybe might be already life-changing. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> maybe we could sell it to the NHS or, we, or just give it to the NHS because we're not monsters, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, gloves. it's on the podcast. Anyone can take it. Oh, yeah. Even if it's a reject idea. If you think this is actually a good idea, do it. Yeah. Well, Mr. NHS, <laughs> this, this one's for you. Should we move on? Because that one was prob- that was bad. Sorry. This is a safe space where we Aww. can happily call out all of our terrible ideas. Yeah. I think... Someone might be able to make them work. Th- three of those on that list are mine, though. Yeah. And one there's of them's my dad's, that. and there's only <laughs> five on the list, so I'm doing the maths there. <laughs> Speaking of the number five. Number the five. number five. That's number one. This is our last idea. Our last bad idea for the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, except, well, I, should, I guess, if you include the band name. No, so, leave the band name out of this, because I think the band name's great. The last idea is putting the weight on puzzle boxes. So the weight of the puzzle on the box. Yeah. Initially, we thought this was groundbreaking, didn't we? Yeah. Well, I thought then we'll you know could just a piece is missing. weigh it and be like, "Yes, we're we're down one piece." Yeah. But then what? What? That's not I guess useful information. The really. only reason that could be useful is if you don't want to do a puzzle with a piece, piece missing. missing. You can be like, that "Oh, well, I'll move on to the next one then." But yeah. I thought, what if someone just puts a bit of paper in there? What if the what if the dust accumulates to be one piece? Well, the, yeah, and they're quite light, aren't they? Because they're yeah. just little bits of cardboard. Or what if part of the, the box has come off? Well, so then when you weigh it, yeah. it just gives you a, a false reading. Look, should I give the, the background to this one as well? Yeah. Back in March, I was put on furlough leave and I didn't really know what to do with myself. It, it was a very strange time and it was very scary to be put on furlough leave. So I just really went ham on some puzzles. I, I binge watched Downton Abbey and... Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And <laughs> did so many puzzles and baked so much bread. And one of the puzzles, I think the brand is called like Wasgidge or something. Mm. It's jigsaw backwards. And the puzzles that you have to make are generally the opposite of what's on the, the picture on the box, if that makes sense. So, or, or it shows a moment and then yeah, you have to yeah. make the, the puzzle the puzzle itself is of 10 seconds later or something. Yeah. So everything's moved or, a bit. Or there's one where it's like a wedding party standing outside a church having their photograph taken and you can see all of them and in the foreground is the photographer facing away looking at the scene and then you have to make the puzzle of what the bride and groom see when you make the puzzle, it'll be the photographer in the foreground from the front and then mm. the stuff behind him. Uh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But one of the was Gidge puzzles I did is an old one that I think belonged to my nan and then belonged to my mum and now I've inherited it. Yeah. And it's two puzzles in one box. So you have to make the puzzle that's on the front of the box and you also have to make the 10 seconds later puzzle, which you just have to guess at basically. 
problem was somebody had put all of those pieces in one box mixed together. So I had 2,000 pieces, which were two separate puzzles, all mixed together. And also they were each missing like 60 pieces. So it wasn't until I'd completed both of the puzzles that I realized how much was missing. Mm. And it took me days, didn't it? Yeah. It, it was a long one. So basically, I just thought we could we could stop that from ever being an issue again by just going, oh, this is a cool puzzle I got from my nan. Let me just weigh it and see if it matches the thing. Nope, never mind. Chuck it in the bin. But you all know. the pieces were put into bags, so that could add to the weight. So that's why, that's oh, why it's on the reject uh... list. <laughs> And that was such a long story to go nowhere. Yeah, for a reject Sorry. idea. <laughs> well, at least I can share a picture on the Instagram now of the giant puzzle mess that I made all maybe, over the floor. Maybe someone else can think of a solution to that. To missing pieces. What <gasps> if, Downloadable content. Yeah, what if you, once you've finished it, you can take a photo, you upload it to the WozGidge website and they, they, e- they ma- email you a piece. <laughs> they mail you a piece. Yeah. And you can just plop it in. Yeah, Done. I like that. Yeah. Or 3D printed puzzles and you can just 3D print the How piece. How many people do you know that own a 3D printer? We did see that puzzle thing, didn't we? What puzzle thing? Of the lion's head. It was out That's of wood. That's true. Yeah, yeah, Changing yeah. the puzzle game. That was quite cool. I've just had a thought. If you're 3D printing puzzles, it would be really cool to make like a topogra- topo- topographical... Topograph- What's the word I'm looking for? Topographical no map? Idea. Is that the word? Something like that. You know what I mean. So it's it's 3D and it would be like a map of the world, but where there's mountain ranges, it would be raised up and, and where there's like valleys and canyons, it would be divots. Yeah, they do do those 3D puzzles, don't they? I think they did one of the Death Star. Well, yeah, but that's still flat or slightly curved pieces that you just put together. I'm talking like... Oh, like blocks. A flat puzzle that you put on a table, but... They're just slightly raised and dipped and it would make a top, top of... Interesting. Someone needs to innovate puzzles. Yeah. Right? We've talked about that. Yeah. (laughs) It's a very interesting subject. Yeah, yeah. Puzzles, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, Mm. Yeah. mm -hmm, yeah. That's our five reject ideas. I don't think they're as bad as the last reject list because we're kind of working up now, right? Yeah, yeah. From the bottom to the top. Yeah. We can't get lower than this. (laughs) I'm sure we can. Yeah, yeah. Just wait. There are probably many ideas that we don't even put on the reject list. I was going to say, most of the terrible ones we just don't even write down because we're like, that is stupid. (laughs) So maybe we'll just start writing them down. I think there's only been one idea in a normal episode that we've ended up rejecting. Yeah, Rejecting? Rejecting? I think we've said that word so many times now. It doesn't sound real anymore. (laughs) It is a real word, don't worry. Should we, um, before you have a little breakdown, should we move on to the band name? Yeah. This is my favourite band name we've ever come up with, and I'm sad that it's in the reject pile. Band name of the week. Oh, yeah. Um, can I say it? Because I just love the you way it sounds. It, yeah. Thank you. It's uh, Two Man, One Man Band. Two Man, One Man Band. No, you have to say it faster. Two Man, One Man Band. Yeah. Two Man, One Man Band. And go up at the end. Two Man, One Man Band. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Why do you have to go up? I don't know. It just sounds better that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing So this was like a whole sketch idea that we came up with, wasn't it? Well, first, I, w- I think I was just saying, I'm going to just buy a lot of instruments, become a one-man band. And then, and then I, I said, I'll join it. Yeah. But and we'll, then I we'll said, be- we'll be a two-man, one-man band. <laughs> and then we came up with a whole sketch where, you know, Bert from Mary Poppins, where he's got like the big 
drum on his back and then he's got like symbols between his knees and stuff. We thought it'd be funny if Matt was dressed up like Bert from Mary Poppins, but then strapped to the drum on his back was me with another band or set of instruments. <laughs> and then we were literally a two man, one man band. And maybe it's like when you do the concert, you're facing the audience and they don't know I'm on your back. Mm. And then when it gets to the bit where the others music, just a symbol at the end. Yeah. <laughs> you just turn around and I, yeah, maybe I've got a triangle. <laughs> just do the very last note. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. We're two man, one man van. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Maybe I can be dancing. Maybe I'll be like star jumping. Although you're the master star jumper, aren't you? I am indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Should I put that picture on the Instagram yeah. as well? If if you want to see the, the world's, world's best, yeah, most beautiful star jump. <laughs> and I've used that word because it's so elegant. It really is. It's the background picture on my mm. phone because it's so. So good. I was asked to star jump for a photo <laughs> and, I took, and I took it seriously I hadn't star jumped in a long time so I thought you know what I'm going to rise to this challenge <laughs> we were at Leeds Castle we were doing the segue, doing the segue experience tour. <laughs> we were doing a segue tour purely for research reasons for the podcast and I was asked to do a star jump so I did and yeah, I did not yeah, I, I thought star jumps were lame so I just jumped in so the so you air. did this weird I mean it's like an 80s um <laughs> You know when they do the freeze frame at the end when it's like yeah. they jump in the air? I did one of those. I think if you had done a star jump, it would have made my star jump look even better. Because oh, they got really? they got something to compare it to, right? Oh, wow. Like there's an average star jump. There is the world's most perfect star jump. It's wow, like, okay. I mean, you've never seen me star jump. How, how do you know that I'm not the world's the best? World's yeah. Perfect. Maybe yeah. I well, am the world's best, but I'm are. too scared to do it because I don't want people to feel inferior. Maybe we should take a photo of you star jumping. We pop them both on Instagram people and get vote. people to vote. Okay, this is a competition. I'm yeah, taking it seriously like now. Yeah, just like Pops. Okay, yeah, I'm going to practice. Yeah, you won practice. that time. Oh, I'll this time. round I'll two. Won. I'll won this time. I'll won. <laughs> <laughs> I shall win. Okay, I'm writing this down. So go over to Instagram and vote for me because or, I'm... Or me. Yeah, well, vote for the best star jump. Let's just say that. We should make you wear a helmet Sorry. because people may not vote for me. Because you're wearing a helmet. Because I'm wearing a helmet. We don't own a helmet. <laughs> we'll build something. Oh no. What? Maybe I'll put like a flower pot on my head or something or a mixing bowl. What about the metal mixing bowl from the stand mixer? I'll put that on my head and then I'll start jumping. It might be too heavy. I, I don't want to like, give you an excuse as to why you lost. It might off my head and then hit me on the way back down. That's true. It's health and safety hazard. Yeah, we'll find, we'll figure something out. Anyway, that brings us to the end of today's reject episode. That was a tangent and a half, wasn't it? Go on our Instagram, NTAI podcast at Instagram.com. No, yep, close enough. <laughs> and email us at NTAI podcast at gmail.com. Yep, that's the one. Cool. Good job. Let us know what you what you think. Share, share, us, share, us, share with us. Share with us. Share mm-hmm. your ideas with us. Mm-hmm. And with that. The episode came to an end. Good night, everyone. That's like a sleep storm.